Konnichiwa! But hey y'all! I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo Kaboom! Sumo Kaboom! Where we talk about all things sumo. That's right. If you've listened to us before, welcome back. If you're here for the first time, curious about sumo wrestling, we are so glad you found us. Yeah. Today, we are focusing on bingo. And the Bonzuke. It's our double B episode. But before that, let's do a newsflash. All right. So I'm going to start out with some pretty interesting news. We unfortunately have a wrestler below the Makushita rank who has actually tested positive for coronavirus. He fell ill and is now being treated in a local hospital and observed, as well as all of the other wrestlers from his stable. The name of the wrestler has not been revealed, but it is said that he comes from a very large stable, so many of the other wrestlers could have easily come in contact with this wrestler. They obviously, you know, live in really close quarters, but even though no one is right now exhibiting symptoms from the stable, the JSA spokesperson said it makes him very nervous as the infection is just really close to the tournament start date. So that's where we are on that. I hope it doesn't affect next week. That's a little scary, if you ask me. And from that, let's go to bingo. That's right. <laughs> We're taking a hard left turn from some bad news to let's just hope that this tournament goes ahead. And assuming that it does, we're going to invite you to play along with us over the tournament. We're going to do something called Sumo Kaboom Bingo in the spirit of watching sumo, relaxing, having a drink, and having fun. Let's play some bingo together. Whoever gets bingo first will get a prize. We put together a bingo card with um, some things to watch for during a sumo tournament. Some things are going to be really easy right. to get, mm -hmm. and some things are going to be quite difficult to get. <laughs> uh, you'll be searching for fun little moments to look for, specific kimarite, quirky things, things that we like looking for when we're watching sumo. So if you want to play along with us, we invite you to. We're going to have more info on social media. Yeah, coming up at the end, we'll give you a little bit more of the details about how that's all going to work. Now, let's move on to the Banzuke update. Yeah, for the last few weeks, we have been making our way through the Sanyaku. So this week, well, actually last week, the Banzuke came out, the new Banzuke. So we're going to work from top to bottom here, just sort of remembering who's where and what that means, right? We have two Yokozuna at the top. We have Hakuho and Kakuru as Yokozuna East and West. And as we go through this, Leslie's going to give us updates about what wrestlers have said, sort of current event updates on yeah. what these people are doing. So yeah. are Yokozuna, are they really going to be there? Oh, well, that's the big question. Are we going to have Yokozuna in this basho? Yeah. Well, Kakuru hasn't started practicing yet, or at least he hadn't a couple of days ago, which seems like really late, if you ask me. Yeah, because remember, he was injured <laughs> in the last tournament. Yeah, so both Actually, he, they both were. Yeah, well, both he and Hakaho. With his recent knee surgery, Hakaho had knee surgery, that we just might not have Yokozunas in this go-around. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of bums me out. Now, Kakaru said his latest child was born in May, and he has, in this confinement, just become Mr. Guy around the house, like, watch over the kids, and he definitely shares responsibility with his wife for taking care of the kids. I love it when I hear these guys talk about, you know, 
they're such big professionals in what they do, but they also really seem to cherish the time they spend at home with their wives and kids. And he really enjoys putting his kids to bed. That's like his Mm -hmm. routine is like he gives his wife a break and he's, I guess, responsible for bath time or dinner time, bath time to bedtime, I think. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, for a guy that works as hard as he does, I just like that. I just like to know that he's this family man. He's always looking after the kids. That's kind of the news I have on him. Now, maybe you can kind of talk a little bit about this too. Yokozuna Hakaho had knee surgery. Wasn't it like in early August, I think? You know, this was surprise surgery. No one really knew about it until after it was done. And then I've heard in the last couple of weeks he had surgery on both. Oh, really? Yeah, arthroscopic surgery. On his meniscus? Is that in your knee or is that in your heel? ACL. ACL. And his meniscus, yeah, it's in your knee. Well, he's only been doing basic exercises, and I don't don't think we're going to see him. Yeah, I would be surprised at this point if either one of them showed. I would be almost alarmed if he showed up. I'd be like, dude, you just had surgery in early August. Like, give it a rest. Yeah, my guess is they're both going to sit out, and we won't have any Yokozuna this time, which is kind of sad. That is very sad. But what that means is our Ozeki will be our highest rated dudes. That's right. If our Yokozuna sit out. And we've got Asana Yama and Takakesho as Ozeki. That's the right. The It Kid and the Angry Hamster. <laughs> well, Takakesho, he said he's actually gained some weight when he did his last weigh-in, but he, he said... This sounds like me. It cannot be relied upon because he had his cell phone with him and his clothes on during the weigh-in. So it sounds just oh, yeah. like classic me. I'm like, I don't weigh that much. I just had some extra. I had my shoes on. Those socks mm-hmm. weigh a lot. My personal opinion is I think he's just happy. So even if you put on some weight, I think it's happy fat. That's my that's my two cents. Now, Asano Yama said he's been feeling really good in this confinement, and he's working out with some of the younger wrestlers of his stable. Now, about them, he has a responsibility now, you know, as this Ozeki in his stable. And um, he said this week, these were all telephone interviews, the young wrestlers are aiming for Sekitori, and there is something stimulating and exciting with that part of them, you know, and he says that he can't really lose to them. So he has to help raise them at this time up to Makushita, up to the top. And so he's so aware of this responsibility and he's been continuing to maintain tip top form in his body and helping them kind of fulfill their motivation, aiming up higher and higher and higher on the Bansuke. So that's what Asanoyama's been doing. Okay, next up, we have Sekewake. So we have Shodai, Mitakeyumi, and Daesho, all as Sekewake this time. Yeah, well, we got the Daesho bump up, mm-hmm. which was really interesting. So I was excited to see him up there. But you don't always see three Sekewakes. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Daesho, though, has said that he's been focusing on his diet. He has been implementing more vegetables in his diet. A lot of these guys have been talking about their diet. Like, they don't have much else to do besides focus on eating better. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that. They've all been talking about nutrition. And he said about his sumo currently, he's standing, he's hitting firmly, he's attacking with the push. And he said he's also been paying attention to his physical condition. And he's really afraid of 
coronavirus or getting sick. So he's doubled up, tripled up on his vegetables and keeping that very balanced in his diet. He also said he eats vinegared onions and it seems to be very good for his health. You know, I was thinking I should give him my pickled recipe, my pickled onions recipe. I tried it this year, but I don't know. Only dad's eat my pickled onions. All right. Then we have Shodai, who is appearing very strong in this break. Lots of videos of him looking great from the stable. Lots of good productive practices with the stable mates. And he's not suffering, obviously, from any injuries right now. So he's keenly aware of his Ozeki run, he said. But he's trying to just focus on the sumo and not get distracted by the fact that he's in his Ozeki run. He said he's very careful not to break his momentum He just wants essentially good results. And he said he's enthusiastic about this next tournament. And he also was asked about uh, having a wife. And I was thinking these poor guys get so much pressure from the media who are constantly asking them like, hey, when are you going to get a wife? When Mm -hmm. are you going to get a wife? I'm like, good God, this is like Southern American woman style marriage pressure. And he said he will in his own time. And he has his own timing. Now, your favorite, Mitaki Yumi, expressed this week in a phone interview that he was worried about the level of training he hasn't been able to do. They just resumed full body practice, but he said, like with the last tournament, he's doing basic exercises and jumping rope, but that just isn't enough for him, he thinks. He needs to also be a stable leader and train the younger wrestlers and and fight real challenging bouts to get his body back up into shape for his Ozeki run. But he's, you know, he's just kind of feeling a little stuck and he's, I think, ready to amp up the energy going into it and into his practices. He also says, you'll like this, he was growing tomatoes on his rooftop garden, but it got too hot and they failed. So I think you need to send him some like gardening expertise his way. I totally understand that. Tomatoes get hot really easily. So, Komosubi rank. We have Okinoumi, who we've talked about in the past, and then our new guy, Endo. Actually, Endo has been here before, so it's kind of like welcoming back an old friend. So, let's take a few minutes here and do a little spotlight on Endo, since we didn't get him when we went through the Sanyaku. Well, his name is Indo Shota, nicknamed Popular Endo by the fans. He was born in 1990 in Ishikawa Prefecture, and he belongs to the Oitekaze Stable. And it's said, now this is, he was really interesting to research. It's said as a child, Indo's father put him into sumo practice, and basically... The idea was to straighten him out. As a child, he was known as impatient and discourteous, mm-hmm. which makes me think he still has mm-hmm. a smidgen of that now. According to Wikipedia, he said when he was younger, he was taller than the other kids and he would just cry. He was like just so amazingly unhappy at sumo practice. And he actually would skip out on the training sometime and go hang out at his grandfather's house. His coach said his obstinacy was actually a really good quality to have. It meant he was stubborn. And if he wanted this kid to get better at sumo, he just had to kind of ignite this spark within Indo. But then he could see that that stubbornness to maybe perfect things would help him eventually. So his coach never really gave up on him. Now, when he was younger, he 
was fascinated by, this is, I guess, whenever you started watching TV, Yokozuna Asashoryu. He's somebody that he really looked up to. And so once he started watching Asashoryu, his sumo, even at a very young age, just started to change dramatically. Now, Indo was still so emotional, and his coach said that there was a time which he was in a tournament, and he lost a tournament, and he started crying. And his coach said, if you cry again, don't come to sumo tomorrow. And so after that scolding, Indo then began to really, really, really absorb the basics of sumo and focused. And then at that point, he began winning national level competitions. But at this point, getting into junior high, I think the sumo club kind of dissolved in one way or another. And his parents chose to take him to another school far away. It was basically a boarding school that was kind of like a stable altogether. And they shipped him off at age 12 to go live and do sumo seven days a week and like not live with his family. So like his story to me got like, I I don't know, like sort of sad in some ways. I don't know. I still don't get an idea of who Endo is. Even after all of the, uh, even after all the research that I did on his life, he's just a hard one. Yeah. But then I'm like, maybe I'm being too harsh on this kid. I don't, I don't know. He's a real tough nut to crack. And I think he makes it that way. Yeah. Well, he's very private. And I think sometimes people can misunderstand somebody's personality because they're either shy or they're an introvert. But to me, the more I looked at his story, I was like, oh, I think he's just at a very young age told not to be emotional by his coach, by the people around him. And it also forced him into this thing that he was not really into. He was into basketball and other things. And all of the sports that he did, he uh, he, he really got into this uh, into basketball because he started reading this Japanese slam dunk manga series and he would play basketball every single day. So it's like maybe he was just doing the thing he didn't want to do. He would rather have been just like a regular kid. But then he got sent off to boarding school and more sumo and He eventually just had to learn to love it. I kind of think of it as like piano. Like I hated piano growing up. You liked it. Or at least I had a shut off period. I was like, I will not go back to piano. I will not do it. I do not have that mechanism in me to get to the point where I'm actually good enough at piano to enjoy it. But you did. You know what I mean? I think what you're saying is that Endo is an artist inside. Maybe. He is extremely sensitive and vulnerable deep down underneath all these sourpuss layers. Yes. <laughs> and we can't wait to see who the real guy is after he gets out of sumo. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hope so. At age 19, he actually met Asashoryu at a restaurant that he visited for food. And he said uh, to Endo, he said, you're looking good, kid. Do you want to be a professional? If you do, do your best. So at that point, now we get the real Endo. So he did have some injuries earlier on in his college career. But by the end of it, he was churning out championships after amateur championships and he was able to jump into sumo at makushita 10 so i'll let you take over from here but he is married and -hmm. very private about it and as we've discussed before she's a commoner she is a normal girl and he's very very guarded and so i think that's why you just don't see inside to him he maybe at an early age was told to never 
let anyone see you be emotional. So hence, that's why we never see him smile or anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've only seen him kind of smile when he beat Hakaho one time. <laughs> he really looked like he was enjoying himself. But I wouldn't even call that a smile. He just sort of stuck his tongue out and looked like, yeah, that was me. I did that. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's a popular rikishi, but it's hard for me to understand why. I think he's popular in Japan because he's Japanese and because he has a pleasant face. I mean, women say it all the time. He has a very pleasant looking face. He's 326 pounds. He's six foot and one half inch. And I think also because he can beat Yokozuna. He has seven gold stars to his name. Wow. It's an incredible number. He's very... Uh, well, he's reserved, but there's just not the, he has no flash about him. Whether he wins or loses, it looks the same. Yeah, until he beat Hakaho. Which and then it was kind of like, got oh, a lightning in the eyes. I do, like, and I also think he's really, I, I honestly think he's had some, like, political interview training. Because he's got that weird skill where someone asks him an interview question and he goes off and talks about whatever he wants to talk about. Oh, and the never... pivot? The yes, pivot, as he's a master it? of the pivot. <laughs> he's a master of beating Yokozuna and of interview pivots. That is Endo. Wow. So it's, it's hard for me to get really, really excited about him. Honestly, there's only one other wrestler that I think is more dour than him, and that's Shohozan. He's... <laughs> Really dour. <laughs> when I looked him up in Japanese, I really loved this because it said he beat two white ping, four crane dragons, and one rare village. So I felt like I was looking at like a bowl of lucky charms. <laughs> oh, what yeah. that means is that he's beat seven Yokozuna. Two right? Hakahos, yes. three four Kakadus, one. I'm guessing that's Kasenasato. I don't know what rare village is. I think it is Kasenasato. I have not, yeah, I haven't looked up Kasenasato's name. So for the last six Bashos, he has been flitting between Maegashira 1 and Komasubi. So he's right here at this level most of the time. But he has dealt with some pretty severe injuries, too. He's had a serious knee injury where he tore his left ACL and lateral meniscus and did not have surgery on it. Oof. Then later his right ankle. And then he had to have left ankle surgery and then right arm. So he's another person that's gotten up to this high level and then has just run into walls with his body and his body's really? having a real hard time kind of working at this level and getting any higher. He kind of blows my theory out of the water about who gets injured and when because he uses lots of different techniques when he fights. He uses some belt sumo and some pushing thrusting and I think that's why he's so hard to pin down because you don't know what's going to come at you. Um, He does like Hidari Yotsu, left hand inside and right hand outside. But he's a bit like Daisho. He's a surprise rikishi. Well, and I think he trains with Daisho. I think they're in the same stable. Yeah. And I they add a dose of unknown to those higher ranks that I think, you know, really surprises Yokozuna when they come up against it mm-hmm. and many others. And that's why they're there, I'm sure. But he also has a lot of injuries. So, yes. Yeah, that's Endo. So Endo does not have a championship win to his name yet, but he does have seven gold stars. And I can't remember, probably some other 
prizes to his name. Yeah. He also, little tidbit, he wanted to become a teacher. I really Maybe think he's after a sensitive s- soul that we just do not understand. We don't get. Yeah. yeah. And he's locked into this. He owes us nothing. He doesn't have to shed a tear or a smile. I mean, but... he's not going to tell us about his loves. He's just like, I'm here to do the sumo. I'm not going to tell you if I'm excited or not. I'm going to show no emotion until I'm out of here. And then I'm going to teach school and I'm going to run off and run through the fields of flowers, <laughs> happily living my life with my lady love. Yes. So that's all I got on Endo. Um, and that kind of wraps up. No, I've oh. got to talk about Okinomi. He's had basically 15 years in the majors. And he says... He, he wants to kind of give the fans a little insight into his mind and how he approaches sumo as this as this veteran wrestler. And he says that it's actually his mindset that's the strongest asset of his whole sumo game. And he said, before, there was such a stubborn part of me that felt so uncomfortable if I didn't win. But now I'm actually, I lose at ease. You can lose, he said. You can't get upset and you just have to remember to get better. If you lose, it's all okay. And that's kind of the answer in which how he's approached his career, which I thought was cool. He said he also, though, is aiming for double-digit wins this time. But that's all he got. With all those guys in the Sanyaku, it is going to be a very exciting first week to watch them jostle for the lead because they're all fantastic it's just going to be a hell of a lot of fun to I watch I think them. without the Yokozunas, that yeah. they're like, this is anybody's you show. Yeah. And some of these young guys who have been like close but not gotten it so many times, they're going to be like, look, I'm at the top of the pile. I want this. I don't mm-hmm. have to get through Hakaho to get it. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be exciting. Which leads us to Maigashira 1, which is oh so exciting. Yes. Because this features our biggest jump that I have ever seen in a Bonzuke from Maigashira 17 to Maigashira 1, Terano Fuji and Tokonosho. So we've got Terano Fuji and Rice Ball in yeah. Maigashira 1. This yeah. is really exciting, I yeah. think. He has revealed that he's been playing Fortnite, probably with our nephews, because our nephews play Fortnite all the time. He said it improves his concentration. And with over 300 million registered users, he's enjoyed spending his free time getting better at this game of survival. <laughs> yep. Like, you know he's playing our nephews. But mm-hmm. I kind of love I was like, maybe I should play some Fortnite mm-hmm. because I could be playing with Takanosho. Teda Nofuji said he was surprised, actually, at the jump. He was shocked. It's, it's ginormous. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen that before. From last place to Migashira 1, it's incredible. I think everybody's just excited about him being there. And this is um, something related to Takayasu, who I think is like Migashira 6 or something this time. I have to look it up. He said that he has been so inspired, actually, by Terunofuji's run and his return to the top rank that it has given him some major inspiration. He also said, this is really sweet, Takayasu has said he's been so happy since his wedding and his wife has been cooking meals for him and helping him load up on the protein and shed some of his extra weight. I guess he also has happy fat. So she's basically been feeding him. And he says he's been doing things for her because she's pregnant and the baby's coming in January. So. So he's been doing his basic exercises and, and training still with Araiso, and he feels really, really strong. But he wants to be able for his wife and the baby to be in January. He wants to show up and get as many wins as Terunofuji did to win. Like mm-hmm. he's been so inspired by Terunofuji, which is cool. I like to see wrestlers complimenting 
essentially their competitors, you know? Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, and I also feel like this is where Terana Fuji belongs. I think everybody feels like that was so huge what he did. Mm-hmm. So let's reward the guy for doing something that seems almost impossible. Well, it's funny because Tokushoryu, he went from Maegashira 17 to... Maegashira 7. Yeah, so that was not a big jump. No. After he won the Yusho. So, for Terano Fuji, I mean, talk about how much the JSA respects him and thinks so highly of him to pop him all the way up to Maegashira 1. I was just absolutely impressed by that jump. Agreed. I feel like we have our maturity at Maegashira 2, Hokuto Fuji and Tamawashi. And at Maegashira 3, we have Miyogiru and Terutsuyoshi. Yeah, I I have been on the Miyogiru train as of late. He's been looking good. I love to watch him and I love his focus and energy. Whether he wins big or loses, there's something going on with Miyogiru and I love it. Other things that jumped out to me from these... Maegashira ranks Onosho, who last time was Maegashira 1 and had a dreadful tournament, (laughs) had a huge drop to Maegashira 9. But hopefully he will have much better luck here at Maegashira 9 and we'll go back to cheering him on and he'll have a winning record here. That's my hope anyway. We've got in Maegashira 4, Yutakayama and Tochinoshin. Now, Maegashira 5, Kiribayama... I've also seen a lot of difference in him. And he actually said, he was interviewed too, he said he's put on some weight. And uh, he says he started taking advice from Kakaru, who's in his stable, about what to eat. He was able to beef up and add about three kilos, so that's about six pounds. So he's feeling good. And he's aiming for putting on another 10 to 20 kilos and to continue to eat anything he can possibly eat. But he said he's not as much of a picky eater as he was. Prior to that, he had just been able to kind of get by by being the picky eater that he was. And he really, really, really started to look at what Kakaru ate. And he was like, oh, I'm going to start adding certain things into my diet. And it basically has really helped him. And he kind of credits that to his recent success is improving his diet. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Mese is back after being in Jurio for two tournaments. And there's a few other guys that are back. Ichinojo is back. Ichinojo. Isn't he holding down 17? Yep. He's yeah. holding down 17, but he is back. It'd be nice to see this guy again. All then hundreds we will of most pounds of certainly him. hear someone call him the behemoth. And then here's a guy that's back, but I didn't know him. I don't know this guy at all. Kayo Kyokutaise? Yeah. He, it, he was demoted in 2018. But he is back at Maegashira 16. So I'm really looking forward to watching him because I don't know him very well. Abi is still listed on the Banzuke at Maegashira 14, which is interesting because he is not allowed to uh, wrestle this tournament. He has to take three tournaments off, right? But we get to watch him fall through the Bonzuke, which I think was intentional and seems rather mean. But so there he is at Maegashira 14. And I also wonder if that's why we only have one Maegashira 17, because right. they know that Abby's not actually going to wrestle. So I wonder, if without our Yokozuna at the top, they might bring in some more Jurio guys to fight these guys during the tournament. So we could see some real different faces. Well, but do you know who's at the top of Jurio? Ikioi 
is that Jiria One? Oh, he Ni- should look familiar. Yeah, Nishikigi, Jiria One, um, Koto Yuki, Jiria Two, mm-hmm. Koto Nawaka, Jiria Two. So we may see these guys. Yeah, we're definitely going to be able to see them. Now we do have uh, a couple guys making their debut in the Makauchi division, and I'm really looking forward to watching Tobizaru, who is Magashira 14, and Hoshoryu at Magashira 16, who is related to Asashoryu. So that should be really Ooh, interesting. Ooh, that's yeah. gonna be exciting. So I think that's our style of sumo here at Sumo Kaboom. Yeah, that's right. And stay tuned on social media. There's gonna be a lot of things coming at you, but also. Also, we're going to be posting links for the downloadable bingo card mm-hmm. so that we can all play bingo together. And the prize, we think, will be we're going to do a special on you on our next episode after the boss show. That's right. So please play along with us. It's going to be fun. It's not meant to be serious at all. No, it's, it's just super meant to be, silly. Yeah, it's just meant to be a way to enjoy sumo together. So until later, I'm Laurie. And I'm Leslie. Thanks for listening. Sayonara. See y'all later.